Today's Bible reading is 1 Samuel 21, uh, verses uh, 1 through 9. Uh, and then also, uh, it'd be really helpful to read Matthew chapter 12, verses 1 through 8, uh, because here we have an uh, account of David as he's fleeing from uh, King Saul, and he goes to Ahimelech the priest, and David is hungry. He's running. He's going to be running some more. And he asks the priest, uh, do you have any bread? Uh, and the priest answered, I don't have any common bread, but we have some of the holy bread, the show bread, which was placed before the Lord, which usually uh, you wouldn't eat because as we see in verse six, uh, it's going to be removed before the Lord to be replaced by hot bread uh, on the day it is taken away. But the priest does ask, uh, are you pure? Have you not had sex? Uh, because this was a stipulation for the going into the temple, right? The dedication of the body. David says, yes, him and his men, they are, uh, they haven't had sex uh, in a while. But notice the comment that he makes in verse five, how much more today would their vessels be holy? Now he's saying that even on an ordinary expedition, they would consider their purity, but what we see here is that David is still concerned. Even as he's running from the king of Israel, Saul, he is concerned about himself and his men being honorable towards God. And in this moment, they take bread from the show table. Now, the reason why this is important is because in Matthew chapter 12, we see the Pharisees criticizing Jesus for doing what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath, which was to pluck heads of grain and to eat, to do work. And Jesus responds to them, have you not read what David did when he was hungry and those who were before him, how he entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which it was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests. Or have you not read in the law how on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. And if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would have, you would not have condemned the guiltless, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Uh, another place where he talks about how that the Sabbath is, written, is made for man and not man for the Sabbath. I know it's funny, I just read the whole thing. Um, but if you don't want to turn there. Because when we think about these objects of worship, these things that we use as part of our worship, when we think about the nature of creation, we have to understand that it is not the things themselves that are holy or unholy. This is what Paul picks up multiple times in the New Testament where he says, it's not the eating of the bread sacrificed or the meat sacrificed to idols, not the eating or not eating that makes you holy, but it is the reason why. We see here that David understands who God's character is, understand that God wants to provide and protect for him and has in response made sure to follow God as best he and his men can and to be holy. And therefore this object, which is the bread, which would normally be only eaten by priests, him and the priest Ahimelech can understand, okay, God wants to give this to you. That this is the circumstance in which God's character remains the same, his desire remains the same, and he is going to do this. You know, a lot of times in church, we get very hung up on objects. Should we do this or should we not do this? Should we eat this or should we not eat this? Now, there are times where there are things that are pretty much, you know, almost every circumstance going to be sin, right? If you're wanting to, you know, shoot up on drugs, probably 
99.99% of the time that is going to be sin, uh, unless maybe you're on the battlefield and about to die or something like that. Uh, but we see here understanding who God is, what his purpose is, what his plans are, is more important than what are the specific rules. I love here in 1 Samuel 21 the inclusion of the sword of Goliath because I think it represents what is going on here. That here was an object that was used to terrorize the Israelites that David, back when he was a young boy, could barely lift uh, in order to cut Goliath's head off. And yet here now in David's maturity, this object has been kept and it is going to be given to him in a redeeming way. You know, a lot of times, again, with those rules, we try to make everything about rules and we forget about God's providence. We also forget about God's redemption, that there are many things in which God is asking us, will we allow him to redeem those things in our lives and to use them for his plans and his purposes and not just to cast them away?